welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. And I should I say Happy New Year? You should. Because I think that this is, well, I know that this is our last episode before the new year. Um, and I got to be honest with you, Tim. I am, I'm ready for this year to be over. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know how big your New Year's plans are. Mine consist of my couch, uh, my girlfriend, and my cat. That's about <laughs> it. I, I mean, that sounds pretty good. It's, it feels like a proper way to send off this year, too. It's just like, whatever. I think with, with all of the COVID stuff going around, it's probably best to lay low as opposed to doing some extravagant New Year's party or yeah. something like that. So. I'm also on antibiotics for a separate thing, so that's been fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're just living the dream. This oh, year can't so much end pain. quick enough. I've been in so much abdominal pain, just like literal physical pain. Dude, and, this year's uh, been rough for you, man. You bust, you busted your knee. Yeah. You got this thing going on now. It you know, my relation in my relationship, I've mostly been injured. <laughs> and I'm, I've typically, you know me, I've never really been injured in life. Right. And so, uh, you know, Harper just knows me as this hobbled old man. Uh, she calls me old even though I'm a year older than her, but whatever. Um, apparently, I have the essence of someone much older. So, nice. Um, yeah, I've just been an injured old man to her this entire relationship. But So, yeah, I'm ready for a new year. <laughs> All right. Well, I but mean, the Celtics ending on a good note. We'll take that. I was gonna say that's a pretty good, a pretty Woo! good way for them to roll into the new year. The Celtics won. They beat the Suns. Yep. What was the final? Do you know? We won by thirteen. I think it was one twenty six to one thirteen. There was there was about four minutes left in the game, and I texted you and I said, "Well, this is about the time where the Celtics, you know, tend to blow it. So let's see how this goes." and Thankfully, I, mean, I was 13 wrong. 13-point win is great, but we were up 30 at one point. So. It, well, th yeah, exactly. I mean, at the half, I think we are up by 20-something. Yeah. I think that, you know, is a credit to the – yeah, we are up 26 the, at the half. I think that's a credit to the the Suns team. I mean, I know they didn't have Aiton and Crowder and maybe a couple of rotation guys, but, you know, a lot of the, the – this – the Celtics have lost to worse teams recently as the hobbled selves that they are. It's nice to have Marcus back. He looked good. Um, you know, Jalen, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm dude. I feel like the only thing to talk about is just people need to shut up about trading people. Well, it's funny you say that because there were some rumors going around today that not, I don't want to call them rumors because it's not like it was something that was in the works. It was, uh, the Lakers have showed interest in Marcus Smart. Like I, I don't want to make it seem like they're actively pursuing a trade, but supposedly they've kicked the tires on, you know, doing something based around Marcus Smart. I don't think there's a worse place that he could possibly go for us as as Celtics fans. I just. What's the deal, I guess? I don't know. Do like know? I said, that's why I say I think it was just a rumor that they are interested there was no, you know, we would give this for him. There is no, none of that that I saw. But what could um, possibly come our way from, you know, what what works? I don't want I don't, I don't want anyone from that retirement <laughs> home down the street from me. Yeah. I, like no one. There's no I mean, I'll take Malik Monk maybe. But I want a first round pick too. 
dude. I'm and and then and then better yet. I don't want that to happen, period. <laughs> I was waiting for that part. I was like, I was entertaining yeah. this a lot more than I would have thought. No, I mean, I just, first of all, because here's my thing. I'm just tired of talking about all these deals. Because they never happen. were like, trade, trade Jalen Brown. Outside of the fact that that is so stupid and ridiculous of an idea. For who? For who? You're not trading him for a younger guy. Or picks. looking as good or better. You're trading him for someone maybe of equal skill who's older. He's not at his ceiling yet, in my opinion. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, even, and, and trade Tatum, it's, it, these guys are 25 and 23. It's, I just think it's ridiculous. If there were 27 and 25, let's talk, but let's have those two years. I don't know. I just think, like, the answers are there. It's a new coach. I mean, I, I, I really like. I don't know if I've talked myself into an insane, insane asylum, but the, <laughs> but the, the massive blow up trades just sound so stupid to me. And and for who? What, I mean, what is a trade we win? You get the same thing on the Bruins front too. So I can, I can feel your pain. I can feel your frustration. Um, I think people are just they're. I don't know how to armchair experts where they're basically just calling it because that's what they think at the time. It's not really what's going to be best for the team or, or whatever. It's just, you know, we're not good right now. Let's trade one of our two best players to potentially get a good return. It's like, but you don't even have an idea of what you want for a return and what you do want. It's not beneficial to the team long term. No. So no, I don't know. It's man. a it's a short term, not gonna beat the Bucks or Nets anyway. Right. It's horseshit. It's just I'm I'm so tired of this conversation. This is all there is to talk about. We won today. I know we were depleted. They were depleted. That's a big win. Great win, especially in the hell month that was December, and I we were sub five hundred in it. No, I think you're right, though. And we're just still talking about trading people. It's just something to blame. I mean, you you saw how it was with Brad Stevens. Now he's gone. Now they have nothing to blame. Now they're blaming, you know, all of the other issues that are potentially there. It's funny. Brad's God now. Right. It's funny. But I I just mean... Listen, I think Brad's putting together a good team. Yeah. I think... I don't think there's any options out there. I think Brad's dealing the cards that he's... Like, he's playing the cards he's been dealt... Right. And people are expecting him to make crazy, stupid gambles. I'm glad he's not. That's yeah. when you get in trouble. It's just, I get the frustration, but it's just the logic has gone so far out the window to me. It's just Celtics Twitter is ob- obnoxious. So then I guess my question for you is take the the win today, take our, you know, where we stand currently on injury um, issues and COVID issues. Do you think that this team kind of builds off of this, or do you think that this was just a, you know, it's a win, yeah, but it's just another game? Like, Do you actually see this team rolling in the right direction based off of this game today? I mean, winning by that is a pretty good margin, and like you said, up by 30-something at one point. I mean, that's that's good, but uh, do you see this going positive, or is it just going to be another game? I think there's a weird bit of irony in this. Um, in the sense that uh, the team needs to play together better, which they I think they did a great job of today. Yeah, but they need to they need to consistently do this um, in order to win. But thank 
thanks to individual performance today, I think that could push the momentum in that department. For instance, uh, you know, Robert Williams triple double with five blocks. What a monster. Is that good? Absolute monster. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. So I just massive game. They got the magic coming up on Sunday, which is no, you know, no one to look past, but could be a game where if they focus, you know, could have a good win again there. There is a there is a momentum to be to be taken advantage of here. Then they got the Spurs coming up on Wednesday, who they always struggle with. You know, uh, it's you know Magic Spurs Knicks coming up. That I think they should be able to win all three. We haven't seen this team do a winning streak, a three game winning streak. I don't think at all this season. Um, and if so, it hasn't happened in quite a bit. I would love to see it them win these three games that would be a four game winning streak um and then i, I think that that'll be a telltale that you know obviously this was a bit of a momentum swing it feels like it should be one uh obviously we don't have tatum in there but josh richardson was interviewed at the halftime and end of the game for nbc sports boston and um first of all love that guy fantastic defender is showing up on offense this year but I realized he's just like a great locker room guy too. Um, and you need those guys. They're up 26 at halftime, and she goes, "How good are you feeling?" He goes, "I don't feel good at all." And yeah. She goes, <laughs> she goes, "What?" I'm paraphrasing massively, but she's like, "What? Why? Why don't you feel good?" Uh, and he's like, "We've been known to blow leads a lot this year, basically." And then uh, uh, when when we were playing them, they beat us all game. They beat our ass all game long, so we got to do the same to them. I love the the. Uh, the and then at the end, straight she was like, "How good is this win?" And he's like, "It's, it's not that great, really. I mean, we got a long <laughs> road ahead." It's, dude, it's great. Yeah, I love this guy. He's being real. Josh, and and dude, Josh Richardson knowing what's up makes me think that locker room knows what's up. They want us. They want to write this shit. And yeah. So it, it's gonna take work. I don't know. I gotta. You gotta give him time. I don't. Dude, here's the thing. I don't. At the end of December. We could have been the 12th seed. We're flirting with it. Don't get, a, get me wrong. And the East is just on top of each other with records. You know, like you, a, a, win, a short winning streak would, would jump us in the standings. It's crazy. Well, um, but it's, you know, there's a long road ahead. I don't know. I think I think you were right about, you know, we need to have a good December, and we didn't. But... I, I didn't, hate, but I still feel good about this team. Sure, I still think they're a playoff team. Sure, but I hate to keep saying this, but the next stretch of games here are super important because at some point it's going to get to a point where you can't dig out of the hole. If they, if they lose is. another eight think, out of eleven, yeah. it's not it's not doable. You, you know, you got to use today's win as a springboard, right? You, you got to have a you you got to have like a kick ass January. One of these months, like January or February, you gotta have single digit losses. Right. And preferably mid to low. Yeah. Show you're a legit team. Five losses in, in the be. month, that'd be pretty nice. Five would be amazing. Yeah. I'll take it even in February, the short month. Right. It's yeah, I it's kind of put up or shut up time. I like this team. I don't know what to do with the trade. If we all get COVID, maybe we can all be healthy for a while and make a little run here. You know, it seems I, like I, everyone's had COVID. Yeah, seriously. It's... 36% of officials have it, referees. Wow. It's, it's unfortunate, but, I mean, at some point, you got to think that it, 
it seems like everybody's going to get it, especially if they're in such close contact with, you know, players and coaches and, and staff and all of that. It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird time. I feel like I've said that a million times in life and on this podcast, but it's, it's weird. But we just power through it and try to be safe. So, yeah. Speak. Get to watch retired pros. Welcome back, Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Certain things that you think you thought you would never say. Yeah, I never thought I'd see Mario Chalmers again. Or ISO Joe. And hey, shout out to Joe Johnson. Shout out <laughs> the big three. Shout out to the big three. He said without the big three, I probably wouldn't have gotten this shot. I w- I believe that. I mean, it probably wouldn't be as conditioned as he is. Not that he's a like you know top tier player, but I mean. A guy who played no basketball as opposed to some basketball, obviously he's going to have an upper hand. Yeah. But I think, Shout yeah, I think, I think we should uh, bring KG back, bring Paul Pierce back, Bill Russell, you know, any of these guys. We'll just toss them in there just as extras. I would, yeah. I would love to see Bill Russell get <laughs> one more basket. <laughs> you imagine breaks a record for oldest, oldest player to ever score a basket. Dunks on Giannis. Yeah, let's go. Um, speaking of COVID, we are we have some good news on the Bruins front. Finally, oh, uh, unless you have more to add on the Celtics, I don't want to. You know, I want to make sure we get all that out there because we got to win. This is this is a this is new for us right now. Nah, put up or shut up. Time to ride the wave. That's let's go. I get there. I like yeah, that. Let's go. Um, but. I think all except Jalen Brown is good. Never trade him. That's all I got. <laughs> we'll make sure to say that once per episode on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that almost all, if not all Bruins players are back from COVID protocol at this point. There might be Woo! one, um, but I think everybody's back and that's good because we had a few games postponed, which is insane to me because I understand postponing the game on Monday, but, we had a game later on in the week, and other teams have been playing all week. So I don't know; it's a little frustrating. Yeah, but I told you, no one played in Canada. That's true. I guess Canadian I guess you're right. Came, Canadian teams played in the U.S. Yeah, and U.S. teams played in the U.S. Obviously. So um, I I understand but, it, but we have a game yeah. on Saturday, or you know, and tomorrow, and I hope, as of right now, nothing has been postponed. Nothing has been, you know, capacity cut or anything like that. So. It'll be interesting to see how they come out. Obviously, they haven't played a game since I think like December sixteenth or something like that. So it's it's been a long time, and players are obviously weren't practicing either due to COVID and due to the shutdown. So I'm interested. I'm very interested to see. And it looks like how many games did we not play? Um, I would say probably four or five, at least. So that's that's tough. Uh, but we were already at the bottom of the league as far as games played, so now that screws us even more. But is what it is. Nothing we can do about it. And hopefully, I'm really hoping that this... Look, the, where, where I was before this shutdown was we're a middle-of-the-pack team. We have nothing going our way. It doesn't seem like we have that fight or that this or that to get us to where we need to be. And what I mean by that is a Stanley Cup contending team. I don't think that we were that. So I'm really hopeful that we see a completely different team come out of this this shutdown, give or take a couple games to get back in the swing of things, get the rust off, you know, catch your breath. 
I, I imagine there'll be a little bit of time off and also not working out that will affect how they come out the gate. Yeah. Um, the good thing that I think is, is good is that it seems like Bruce Cassidy switched up the lines. You know, with our roster being back to full capacity or full, you know, no COVID, let me tell me how you think, how you feel about these lines here. So yeah. we got Bergeron, Martian, and Smith taking pasta off that first line. I mean, for now, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with it, any shakeup at this point. And then you have Hall, Howla, and Pasta. So you don't even have Coil as your second line center right now. Okay. You have DeBrusque, Coyle, and Felino, Frederick, Nosek, like and Lazar. I, 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 I do like that line. I, I, I do too. Without DeBrusque, DeBrusque is, I mean, is he still, are we still getting rid of him? What's going on? So DeBrusque is still, you know, he's still requested a trade. Nothing has changed since then. Zach Sinitian has also requested a trade out of Providence. He feels like he's a uh, an NHL player who hasn't got the shot that he deserves at the NHL level. Where, you know, look, you have to perform. perform. Like, if you don't, you're not going to play. Like, that just is what it is. So, he wants a fresh start. That's two guys from that same draft that that everyone calls the nightmare draft that want out of Boston. And to be honest, you know, that was in, I forget exactly what year that was, but 2016? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's time, man. It's five years. Like, if you haven't made yourself a permanent part of this lineup, you're not going to. So yeah. let them go. Make the trades. Do whatever you have to do. There's rumors that a trade between Edmonton and Boston are in the works or potentially being talked about with DeBrus going and somebody else coming our way. I don't know the exact player, and obviously it hasn't happened yet, so I can't confirm. It's probably um, Connor McDavid, right? Yeah, so that's what I was suggesting was send send McDavid to Boston for Jake DeBrusque, and they need a goaltender. So we'll put Olmark in there. We'll send him over. And then it's like it seems like a fair trade. I know that we're kind of getting robbed by by Edmonton, but, you know. Um, well, you know, you got to make the uh, contracts match. So I got to throw one of these in there for that. Anyways. Uh, I want nurse. Give me nurse. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, man. I think that I, I said Olmark as a joke, obviously, and that trade isn't a real thing. If you think that it is, then you obviously haven't listened to this podcast before. But Tuka Rask is supposedly coming back. It's Tuka time. Woo! So now you're going to eventually have the two U's, <laughs> two K's, <laughs> two points. More like two U's, two K's, three goalies. What are you going to do about that? Uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's tough, man, because obviously, you know, Swayman, I think, has played better overall this year. But Who's the odd man out? It has to be Swayman. And the only reason that I say that is because he has the opportunity to be sent down to Providence. You can't send Olmark to Providence. So you kind of are handcuffed at that point. The only other way out is a trade, which probably won't happen. And I believe that he has some form of no movement, so he would have to waive it specifically for a team or whatever Old it is. Mark has no movement? Uh-huh. Talk about, talk about like one of the dumbest trades that we've made or pickups that we've done because 
it's just like you are handcuffing yourself. If you ever had the thought that Tuka Rask was going to come back, why would you do that? Maybe it was the only way to get him. I don't know, but, dude, it's rough. All I know is we need a defenseman or two, and there's no way around that, or else, regardless of how this team comes out, if they come out shot out of a cannon and they have, you know, they win the next five games in a row, still need defense. It's not sustainable to roll through the Stanley Cup playoffs should they make that happen all the way to the finals with the defensive core that we have. It's not possible. Brusque for a defenseman, 2022. That's (laughs) our campaign. Let's go. That's my campaign. Yeah. That's the balcony chatter way. It's the only way. I'm recording in one of our hoodies right now. Ooh. By the way, if anybody wants a hoodie, you can get them on our merch store. You can find that on our Instagram or on any of our social medias, I'm sure. But um, we still have some in stock. And, yeah, I mean, get them while they last because I don't I don't think I have that many left, but uh, people seem to like them. I, I've actually gotten some compliments of, wow, this is, it's a, it, I like the material. It's nice. It's all, all that. So I enjoy mine. I wear it all the time. Um, you got to promote your own. You got to promote your own brand. You know what I'm saying? Dude, they're comfortable as hell. Yeah. And the logo. Come on. Come on. Chatterheads. <laughs> Come on, you chatterheads. Get warm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, well, I hope... Speaking that... of clothing, I want to shout out uh, our boy Jack Herzog's new line. Oh? I don't Scary think I've seen it Kittles. yet. You haven't seen Scary Kittles? They got a NBA-based clothing line. Uh, the, the most requested, highest uh, reviewed guest on the podcast jack herzog yes so if you i mean clearly people love him i don't know i don't know like what it is he's he's like a man of the people so go check out the uh, he lights up a room when he enters it you know (laughs) go check out the new clothing line we'll have to post a link to it or something yes absolutely scary kittles we'll share it it's good stuff they got good merch coming out designed by our boy so Hey, I, I have to say this to you. I don't know if you've seen it, and I don't mean to bring this podcast down, but I have to say it. Oh, no. Rest in peace to Betty White. Oh, yeah. It's a bummer. We all we all never thought it would come. Yeah, I, th- I thought and that definitely thought she was getting to 100. I think this is a marquee way for 2021 to say, Hey, I also sucked. And it did. 2021 also sucked. Rest in peace, Betty White. True loss. Massive loss. Seriously. Hopefully this new year, I mean, I have high expectations or I have high hopes for the new year. And that that maybe is is uh, dumb. But I'm just hopeful that it's it, it can't be worse than the last two, right? Listen, I don't know if it's placebo effect or whatever, <laughs> but when the that. year reboot happens, yeah, you're <laughs> you're jinxing us, but I'm going to ignore it. Um, so when it's just like a reboot, it feels like a reboot. All these people make these false claims about what they're going to do with their lives. I buy into the program. I do the same thing. It's always good to feel good going in the new year. And you know what, Andrew? We can until there's reason not to. <laughs> well, I like, th- I like that perspective on it. I think that's better than uh, 
then it can't be that bad, right? Because it can. We we've said that a bunch of times. But I I do get that's where I'm at now. (laughs) I do want to say that I you know I appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast and you know we had some cool guests on this year. It was super fun for us and it was like you know people that we didn't think that we'd ever get or or just people that were nice enough to just jump on with us and and talk about sports or talk about their experiences and you know shout out PJ Stock obviously our most recent guest and we have a couple more lined up for the new year trying to work on you know locking all of that down f- as we speak but um everybody who listens to us every week or you know every other week whenever you listen to us we appreciate it because we do this for fun and and give our takes and be able to just talk about sports and talk about you know what we like to watch and all of that so um it, it's it's cool to be able to see this thing grow and and get to know people who follow us and and want to talk about their opinions as well so you know, yeah, I'm, I mean, our I'm whole point man. of this is to interact. Yeah. And it's nice to have a bunch of people interacting back with us. We really appreciate that uh, across all the platforms. And thank you for listening. Yeah, it's the reason we do this. And yeah, like you said, we've got a bunch of guests lined up for next year. So let's keep it rolling. 2022. Also across all of the uh, the the countries as well. We have the U.S. We have Canada. We have people who listen in Australia. It's sick. Like, uh, you know, it's awesome for people that that um, really do listen to us because, you know, who are we? We're, we just like to Two idiots. talk Two about idiots sports. <laughs> exactly. That's what we always say. So, you know, we appreciate it big time and looking to, to grow this thing even more next year and, and do some cool stuff. And, you know, we, we have got, some. We got L.A. Fest, baby. Yeah, we do. Barring uh, the season gets to resume. I am going to be in in LA for three months, three in parts of three months next year, which is kind of weird. It's good news for me, dude. Yeah, I'm in. As long as everything goes a little that. bit better than it has been, I, I still plan to be out there. So, looking forward to that big time. Can't wait, man. Hey, we got one more thing to talk about. Okay. There's a certain guy on skates for Boston. Used his notes app this week Uh-oh. to talk a little bit about the Olympics. Okay, do you have this? I don't. I don't have it pulled up. We should read it though. Okay, um, I might have it here. Let me let me uh, let me just double check. But so, what is it exactly that you're talking about for people who don't know? And then I'll I'll, I'll um, here I'll, I'll I I I got it. I got it right. All right, so our boy Brad Marchand decided to chime in. He had a um, hot take about the Olympics. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Well, I think that I think that's a good thing to talk about because it is a big deal. I mean, he he what he said, you know, I'll, I'll let you read it, and then I'd like to get your opinion on where you whether you think he is right or wrong, or if there are things that you agree with or disagree with, but. Um, I mean, he definitely didn't hold back on what he had to say. Here's my favorite part. The at NHL and at NHLPA, but he did it in the notes app, so they didn't tag. Love that part. Anyways, the, <laughs> <laughs> the NHL and NHLPA can change the rules of the CBA and add a taxi squad so that they don't miss any games and don't lose any money, dot, dot, dot. 
which has already been agreed upon that the players will pay back in escrow until the owners are made whole from what they have lost during the pandemic, regardless of how many games are missed, dot, dot, dot. Yet they can't do a taxi squad during the Olympics so they can honor the agreement they made so the NHL players can go, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Please tell me that's not bullshit, dot, dot, dot. And for all of you who want to who want to pipe back about forfeiting pay while being gone, dot, 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 yeah, not a problem. Dot dot. <laughs> Let the players make their choice. I like that. I really appreciate you giving the exact amount of dots given in the um, the statement here. I think it was. I think it. You know. I think they're they're too specifically placed to not have been <laughs> on purpose. Massively his intent. Yeah. So it it would be an injustice to read that without them to to Brad Marchand. All right, so so what's your opinion on this? Do you agree with what he's saying, or do you think that he's stepping I think he's got over a, point. a line? I think he's got a point. Okay. I don't know. I mean, look, he, he's not afraid. I don't see afraid. how they can't bubble it. I, I, how can you not bubble the Olympics? How many guys, like, just get the other people? I don't know. Yeah. He's never been afraid to cause controversy on and off the ice, of course, but, I mean... Nobody else is really saying what he's saying, but a lot, a here's lot of thing. a lot of guys are in, agreeing. Here's here's my question: in in the alternate schedule, which now is useless, in the alternate schedule, um, was there time built into that to quarantine before traveling, or well, was that the pretty much just the games? I would imagine there would be time to quarantine because it was like almost an entire month, right? Like there was two okay. games, I think, in February. Well, it should be because it right. should be. And if that's built in, then I don't. What, what? Why aren't we doing this? I don't know. Well, I think the problem is I don't. I don't believe that the the quarantine times are the same as they are here. Like, say you went to Canada and you got it, you're quarantined for ten days or whatever it is. I think it's more coming from from China to here if you had. You know, they wouldn't be able to let you come back in 10 days. But I could be wrong. I could be just making things up as I go. But I, I could have sworn that I read that somewhere. And I mean, no matter what, these guys were promised that they were going to be going to the Olympics. We knew that COVID was still kind of running rampant as it was agreed upon. And there's no way to tell that it was going to get worse, going to get better. But this is what you guys agreed on. So how do you take that from these guys who... Unfortunately, this is going to be the last Olympics for some of these players, not necessarily just for Team Canada or whatever, but you know, some of these guys are at the end of their NHL career or they will be within the next couple of years. So that in 4 years when it comes back around, is that are they going to be able to play? You know, so this is probably an even bigger deal for them that they don't get to represent their country, they don't get to you know, do something that they've always wanted to do their entire life. A lot of these guys obviously have done it before. And Connor McDavid is 100% going to play in the next Olympics, whenever that is. But, I mean, some guys Probably don't have that luxury. Run. Exactly. I mean, you never know. In Sorry four years. That. Sorry to say that out loud, but well, I love Patrice in four years. But even, even if Patrice is still a national hockey player, you know, well, how about a better the National Hockey League in, in four years? Who's to say he's going to qualify for Team Canada? How, know, how about most, a better than notoriously the most stacked uh, country exactly. in, in, in the history of Olympic hockey? I think a better example is Dano Chara. You know, he's obviously I think that 
his country has less NHL players that are Massively, top yeah. tier to play for that team, there's no way that he's playing in four years. He he was he's probably like I, I would imagine he would have played this year, but I mean it's just I I don't I don't see him playing in four years from now. So this could have been his last chance at playing in the Olympics and representing his country and. It's just, it's unfortunate. I mean, obviously the safety is the main concern and that's why it was is closed down as far as we know. Marshan might not agree with that, but um, it's just, it's tough, man. I, I can completely see where he's coming from. I understand it. And I think it has a lot to do with the NHL afraid to lose money. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, but... Like we said in the last episode, I mean, it really is a shame, but we're going to still watch. But they watch got these and, new TV deals. Yeah, yeah, right. They do. Uh, I mean, honestly, they can't. Afford, they probably can't afford to do it. That sucks, though. But, but it's just unfair. They know the bottom line, dude. I don't know. We we want hockey to grow in this country, and if I really don't understand how two weeks in the Olympics is going to affect that. But I also think whatever. that it's a bummer that they canceled the World Juniors because that's a chance for some of these younger kids to – showcase their talent for potential drafting and if you know if they hadn't been drafted already or whatever but for potential future juniors to beijing that's what i said (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know man it's it's a bummer but obviously we we aren't at that table making that decision so you know we can only say what we feel on this podcast and that's about it amen (laughs) But anyway, oh, happy man. new year, huh? Happy new year. <laughs> Celtics won. Celtics won. Bruins play tomorrow as I knock on wood here. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Like I said, thank you guys for listening. We are releasing episodes every Friday. If you're new to, to listening to us this week, uh, we have some cool stuff lined up. So definitely keep listening. Hit that uh, you know subscribe button so that you get the episodes when they drop. Because uh, I know that there's going to be a few that you won't want to miss, and everything is must listen, must listen uh, podcasting here. So you don't want to miss any of them, right? And if you think we should trade Jalen Brown, <laughs> hit our voicemail up. Yeah, and I we'd love to call you back and just just talk to you about what's going. Like, are you all right? Well, we're going to start our own like therapy line. Our own, yeah. We'll talk you through what the issues are and why you why you think yeah. that that's the right decision. <laughs> it's it's more like a recovery program because the first step is admitting that you wanted to trade Jalen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, and then the second step is apologizing to everyone. <laughs> or unless you double down and say trade Tatum as well. Wow. That's a that's a separate program. Yeah. It's Tatum's Anonymous. Yeah. This is Brown's Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Happy New Year, dude. Same to ready you, for, buddy. Ready for a full ass year next year. Let's go. Me too. Everybody, stay safe out there. Have a good one, and we will be back next week. Peace.